Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hey, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what you do when someone else already has. Like your uncle. And not your, your proctologist. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm starting to think outside the box. You know, we're always inside of it. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. That's good. Uh, so today we have a few special things going on. We have some special guests with us. We do. Please welcome Phil and Jay of the Let's Wrap podcast. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank hello. you for having us. Yes. Absolutely. Why don't you give us a little bit of a lowdown? What's your podcast about? We, I mean, this, this is obviously happening for a reason. So. Yes. 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 So I'm, I'm philosophical from the Let's Wrap podcast. You know, we've been doing this for about two years, I'll say two and a half years now, mm-hmm. um, the Let's Rap podcast. Um, it basically started with two good friends, best friends, talking on the phone for hours, three, four times a a, a, a week. And Argu- so we just, ar- well, yeah, arguing, <laughs> fights, disagreements. That's we how we started too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we pretty much, we pretty much said, hey man, you know, at the time my wife said, why don't you guys do this on the podcast? And we're like, well, you know, we 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 came from similar backgrounds, but two different stories. But always came to one common ground that you know we're we're here in this world to be fixers. So you know, why not speak on you know a lot of men's decisions, relationships, the way things are, ego, the real world, uh, kind of like the barbershop talk, and just just mending a lot of a lot of uh, backgrounds, family backgrounds, family dynamics, uh, relationship dynamics, trauma. You know, we've been recently speaking on ego and therapy and things like mm. that. So it's been a real great journey and continuing the journey and continuing to to speak on things and bettering. Actually, it's better our relationship speaking even more now. We don't argue as much. <laughs> so, uh, <yeah. laughs> you know, so we, we we become really stronger as friends and 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 and, and people have seemed to to like and acknowledge it. Man, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yes, yeah, of course. that's a really good introduction to the ill-advised podcast, but we want to know about you. I know, oh. I was going to say, so relatable, like yeah. same story, yeah. same dynamic. <laughs> I know on our side, we, uh, like I met Phil in, what was it, 2014? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 2014, yeah. the interesting situation, he was involved with a friend slash family member of mine and that didn't pan out, but we, we stayed in touch and yeah. random, just randomly. It's like, all right, so you just, you just ain't finna leave, huh? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're, yeah. I guess, we're just, I I guess this it. is what it is. So yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. Uh, we've kept in contact for at this point is 2023. It yeah. has been nine years at this point. So. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. That's so good. We're here in the DMV local area for people that are wondering uh, where we are. We're here in the DMV area, you know, born and raised here, you know, our whole life here. So yeah. just wanted to add that. Yeah. So we're going to take a little bit of a different approach for our regular listeners to mm-hmm. know um, different approach to this week's questions. Well, first, our guest wine. Oh, right. We have wine. Mm. I do this every <laughs> week. You th- 
I'm going to learn, right? <laughs> yes, we gave you the privilege, the supreme honor of yes. picking the wine this week. Yes. We have what looks like a Napa wine, but it's called Amici. Yeah. We all in agreement with that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a uh, 2019 Napa Valley Cab Sauvignon. At Amici Cellars, we are great friends with a passion for high-quality wine who work hard to ensure every bottle of Amici wine delivers on that passion. Our Napa Valley Cabernet is sourced from exceptional vineyards and embodies the essence of Napa Valley with its rich aromas and intense flavors. A wine created by friends for friends. Oh, perfect. Mm, good perfect, pick. Perfect. Very good, good pick. pick. Good, good pick. pick. And we're really big fans of red wine, so. Yes. Ah, especially good. Yes. Yeah, cheers. Cheers to everyone. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm. It's good shit. I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Good stuff. I do too. I don't know. That woo didn't sell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I took a big gulp. I wasn't ready for the aftertaste, but I'm ready now. I'm used to it now. Yeah, it's actually, uh, it's, it's it is smooth. really smooth. Yeah. It's smooth. Yeah. Mm. It's got a yeah. good, good body, great nose, right, Beth? Oh, yeah. Same. Good body, great nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. yeah, as Ray was saying, uh, we're doing a little bit of a different approach than our usual podcast. Typically, we, find advice calmness and then choose questions written in from people and then we kind of give our well the advice that we would give but this week just to kind of i guess mix it up yeah mix it up but i also didn't want to kind of honor yes i'm taking full advantage that i have three men with me that are open to discussing feelings to discussing communication to discussing things that aren't often easily discussed wait we're discussing men. feelings <laughs> <laughs> it depends where are you on yours on a scale of one to ten today yeah well, how are you feeling <laughs> I, am, I am on a nine right now so yeah we'll i'm on a nine too i think nine and a half put a point five with the wine right. so yeah you know. <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah i'm ready um, to go and you know i operate on a constant 10 so yeah ah, okay Constant. It's hard to be perfect. Constant. Though. Jump ten one. Ten, oh yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> Zero to sixty. Um. So yeah. what I did this week was I went through a couple of like my Facebook groups that are like the majority are like women or like meant for women, and since I felt like many of them were kind of like very safe spaces for women to be vulnerable with each other, and so I'm not going to be announcing the groups and the names from the questions. But what I did do is I found a couple topics that seemed to kind of be repeating and kind of like the common theme for women and things that like, you know, with our boyfriends that we're struggling with or just that general type of theme, Yep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm just going to ask and then Step back and let you men kind of give us your secrets that we are not always privy to. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because me and Jay was just talking about this like two, three days ago. So uh, deja vu, Jay, deja vu. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready then? Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Do you need sure. another sip of wine or always. are we good? Always, yeah, always, always. <laughs> There's always time for that. All right. So I guess one of the first ones that I kept seeing um, was ways that men show love that women aren't always that we might miss or that we might not receive it as love. And I feel like that was a common thing that like 
all he does is, you know, he just thinks because he takes the trash out, you know, and so I feel like men might show love differently. Um, I know that there's like love languages and this type of thing, but I feel like, you know, women are often more the nurturers and the caregivers, you know, and that's probably ways that we show love. So I feel like that men probably have their ways of showing love that women might miss just kind of in general or in passing that we might not receive it as love or we might not realize that, wow, he's like, actually, that's a way that he's loving me that I'm not aware of. What do you guys think? Uh, you want to start, Jay, or I'll start? You know what? I'll start. This okay. Just to, okay. Just to mix things up. Um, <laughs> so, like you said, I think men, a lot of times we, um, one, we're not good at telling you that this is how we show love. So we'll just, we'll just do something and, uh, and hope it comes across, right? Like we don't, we're not as explicit about like, Hey, this is my expression of affection or love or whatever the case may be. Generally speaking, I know, uh, I know for me, yeah, I'll speak to me. I won't speak for other people, but for me, a big thing was gift giving, right? So like, so not necessarily on like a daily basis, but like I try to take, put time and thought into the gifts that I give because it's like, all right, I want you to know that I actually pay attention. I actually care. And if I didn't care, I would just, you know, run by, uh, I'd, I'd run by uh, Target real quick and get you a box of chocolates and call it a day. As opposed to, you know, nah, I, uh, I actually put some time and some thought into it. Trying to find I'll something you take the Target do. chocolates. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Is that the one with Target chocolates? I don't, I don't care where you went. You love me? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. brought chocolate, you know? Yeah. So, sometimes Target chocolates work, but, you know, that's, and uh, the other big thing is, you know, quality time. You know, like, even if um, we're not necessarily doing anything, at least for me, the fact that I am in your presence and I actually don't mind being in your presence, because there are a lot of, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but there are a lot of folks who will just straight up be like, all right, I'm around just for specific things. And every other time it's like, I would rather not spend time with you. So I'll catch you on the flip. But, you know, the fact that like, if I can be, if I can be in somebody's presence quietly, calmly, and it's like, all right, for me, it's like, all right, you are my safe place. All right, cool. That, like, I know I actually care about you. So I so, have a quick question. If, since those are two specific things that you mentioned, is that a love language for you? So if you're your wife or girlfriend, so are you using your love language to love her? Yeah. In a sense. But to your uh, to your initial question that may not necessarily be what she is looking for mm. so you know like it right so we're missing it because our love language is touch and you're giving us gifts okay exactly so yeah. like, the biggest thing is most of us don't even know how to have the conversation just like hey right, how do you right. want me to show affection and it's right. just like nah I know I can buy you stuff and I can be around and, and we're good and it's like Nah, that's that's not necessarily what you want, but yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. we know. So, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I don't know how to love you in other ways than how I feel loved. 
So um, yeah, it's a good, it's important. Yeah. It's very important. I will, I will actually speak for myself also. Uh, I, I used to think that going from my previous relationships to my marriage now is that I felt like I had to show love in each way in all ways every day, if that makes sense. Right. Whether that may be gifting, quality time, touch, like all of it, all the time, every day. It's an overachiever. Yeah. I, I, tr- I try to be, I try to be, you know, <laughs> I try to be an overachiever, but I say that because I went into, you know, loving my wife and, and you know, also the same as my girlfriend at the time, my wife now is that I neglected and ignored a lot of things that she needed as far as me loving her. Right. I, I tried to push my way of loving her to love her instead of mm. a lot allowing her to tell me like, Hey, I like this. Hey, I like that. And, and just as an update, I'm still struggling with that. Right. Uh, Cause me and her just had a conversation about that this morning. Right. It's that, you know, I try to be a perfectionist or like, I got to buy you the best things. I got to give you all my quality time. I got to, you know, be perceptive to what you need and want all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we, we've spoke about this on our show a couple of times. Like a lot of times when we say lose our identity as men to, to love someone else, I did that, right? To, to try to love someone else the way I want to love them, but not necessarily except the way they want to be loved themselves. Um, So, you know, like, man, and that's why sometimes, you know, it is a confusion. It is very confusing as a man to show love, right? I used to think that telling my my wife, I love you all the time or being very affectionate with her, it's not very manly, right? It's not very, uh, it's it's a sign of weakness. But then I had to really think about it. Like, you know, this is what she likes. This is how she likes to be treated. Who cares what other people think? Mm. You know, who, who cares how other people view the way I love, you know, my wife. And I feel like that's such a confusion for men is that we're looking for outside of visions or how to love our partners that we're not listening to what our partners are telling us how to love them. Because I'll give another example to where it's like, man, I used to think that, you know, I had to, I had to give you you know, Gucci purses, Louis Vuitton purses. And and now she deserves all that. You know, I had done all that. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's not what's important to her. Right. Yeah. And I used to, they used to hurt my feelings. Right. And I'm like, man, I'm that, that didn't make her feel loved. You mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I used to feel, yeah, that hurt my feelings because I used to feel like, man, I would buy things like, is this not what you want? Because I didn't get that certain response from her. Right. I didn't get that. Right. Oh, you know, like stuff was missing. Yeah. Cause the, cause that, that wasn't important to her. Real love right. to her was like, you know, quality time us, you know, going right. out for a walk, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, walking the beach or like, you know, just holding hands, walking around, just doing things, anything together. Right. Mm-hmm. And I misinterpreted that. Right. Uh, because I felt like, you know, did you feel like my, she was ungrateful? Mm, like I just uh, bought you a Gucci purse and you're like not even grateful for it? Is that how it came off for you? Not ungrateful, but like you want more. Well, maybe, maybe that is a, maybe that is ungratefulness. Like, okay, what else is it do I have to get to get that certain response from you? Not ungratefulness, but maybe ungratefulness is the wrong like word. Good yeah, I could separate like, it myself. Enough. Like 
you know, like I, I've done all these things for you and you still want more. You're not necessarily ungrateful, but like what, what box am I not checking here that you're not telling yeah. me about? Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but on the other end, she was telling me, I just wasn't listening. You uh, know what I mean? Uh, I, just, I just weren't listening. She, she was saying, you know, I don't need those things. You know what I mean? As long as you're present, as long as you're here, as long as you're spending quality time with me, as long as you're doing the right things, you're supporting mm -hmm. security, stability, you know, I'm good. Right. And that's, and that's new territory for me as far as love. Right. And that kind of boils down to trusting your partner to communicate what they need. Right. You're, yeah. you know, it's really hard to separate what you feel is fulfilling to a relationship and to another person versus what they're actually telling you, because you kind of feel like they're being modest, right. They're kind of pushing back a little bit and just saying like, you know, like, I really don't need these things because I'm going out of my way and you feel acknowledged for that. But what they're yeah. really telling you is what they really feel. Right. Yeah. They're saying is like, great, you're being acknowledged, but I'm literally telling you, I want to spend time with you. I don't you need a gold necklace. I don't need a ring pop. Like, I don't care what yeah. it is. Like, yeah. you know, so that's really, these perspectives are, are really great to kind of hear. And on the other hand, I looked at it like that does build trust because, you know, I can then trust her with how much money we're spending. You know what I mean? I can trust her with and acknowledge that, okay, she really wants that. You know, there are times where she really wants something. And I'm like, okay, you know, cool. She doesn't ask for anything. And I feel like that's a sign of love because she's being considerate, right? She's being intuitive right. as far as like, she, she understands what the goal is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I really appreciate that. And I've learned to kind of, you know, spend more time with her and, and, and learn her and get to know her, you know, and, and that's kind of what's kind of what's transpired as far as what's become important. Yeah, because it's so huge for women to like, for us to have that space held for us to yeah. be able to communicate and be vulnerable without feeling like we're like taking your manhood away from you or telling you that you're not doing good enough. Or if we're able to just like have that free space, yeah. that safe space that we can just be like, I love the gifts. That purse was amazing. However, what really makes me feel loved is when we sit down at the couch and you put your phone away. You know what I mean? Like when you're yeah. present, you're present. I think that's a huge deal for women too, to be able to yeah. communicate yeah. these things and feel like they have that safe space. That conversation you're speaking about, I think that's one of the hardest things in relationships and marriage. Well, that's actually the next question is oh, like okay, the, okay, the best <laughs> way, the best way that a woman can communicate like these things to a man, like how do we present that to you without feeling like we're attacking you or feeling like we're telling you you're not doing something, you're failing, you're not doing good enough. When for us, that's not the case for us. It's just like, you're connecting all the dots, except for there's just this one little one that you haven't quite hit yet. How do we communicate like these needs or like a hurt or just like, we feel like something might be lacking for us personally. How do we communicate that in a way that doesn't feel like an attack? I will say this. I think it, one, it kind of de depends on the person you're, you're, you're with mm. you. I think it depends on like you, depending on how long you've been together, you can kind of understand their communication styles and I'll speak for me. Right. Um, whenever we have these conversations, I kind of need examples because if I have examples, I can kind of say, okay, you know, I'll work on it. This is what I need. I, I, it's like kind of a blueprint of what I need to work on. It's kind of a, a, a like, it doesn't come off as like you're doing this, but you can't give me the the examples of when it happened, how it happened, what space we're in. Um, it almost, it almost, and I feel like sometimes that is an attack on a man's ego, right? 
when it comes out as like you're not loving me enough well why why do you feel this way well because it is what it is it's almost like an attack on a man's ego like okay right, so how do we say that how do we say that like you're not doing anything wrong per se okay. you're just kind of missing like something for me is you know the way that you're showing me love or whatever it is like how do we communicate that like there's just a little tiny piece I would say this, right? And again, it depends on the communication style, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it on my part, right? Like, hey, January 15th at 3.46 p.m., right? I felt like, you know, you yeah, didn't do... Specific. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> because... That's what I'm, I'm kind of smiling at, but let me, let me backtrack just a quick second here because I think okay. your point is very well taken and okay. I understand the, the question you're coming from. But I have to ask you, both of you... Okay. Well, doesn't matter how these examples come up. Yeah. Are these examples the are these examples the argument for that one little thing that you're doing, or are these examples coming off as the attack to your 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 manhood or your being, your person? Oh, you know? I think it's the way it's accepted, the way it's responded to. I I feel like I, I think for me because I'm a fixer. If there's a problem, you know, you feel like like she said, like everything's good, but this one little thing, that little thing can turn into a big thing to a man. Because we're fixers. Like, right, how can we fix it? Like, you know, how can we if if you if if we're feeling like we're at hundred percent, but you're feeling like we're at ninety-eight point two or ninety-eight point three or less. How can we or yeah, how can we fix that one point seven percent? You know what I mean? And I understand that it makes me think like, okay, that's hard for a woman to communicate that. How could we get this extra one point seven percent, you know, without him feeling attacked? Right, right, right. I think you know what I mean. Oftentimes, it's about the conversation we're actually having, yeah. you know, like, because um, I don't know if you've encountered this before, Phil, but sometimes your your partner won't even have the exact language for like, I'm not sure what exactly it is, but something's not something's not hitting. Now, I get that all the time. Honestly, it's John. nice <laughs> when, you know, it's nice when, you know, you're you're your person has the has the language has the knowledge to have that conversation about like oh hey you're doing everything right but the way you show affection i need you to do like what i need is this instead of this as mm -hmm. opposed to just your you know as opposed to because honestly a lot of people don't have the language so because they don't have the language they spend a lot of time looking for it and that that eventually leads to frustration. So that that lovely it like entryway that you had, where it's just like, hey, you're doing everything right. I just need you to try this. Turns into you're just not good enough for me. And it's just like, well, well, damn. Okay, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I'm right, spending right. money. I'm spending time. Meanwhile, she just wants you to to hold her hand every now and again. And it's like, yeah. I'm spending money. I'm spending time. What else do you want from me? And it's like, all right, you, you haven't told me and you just told me I'm not good enough. And at that point, you know, there's a, there's two things that'll happen. They'll either start trying to do everything he can to figure it out. Or if like Bill said, he feels attacked, he'll shut down mm -hmm. and he'll back away even further. And so now, you know, that thing that you were hoping to get out of him, he's going to withhold even more because it's like, well, I don't even like, 
you haven't created the space for me to even feel like, okay, I can, I can come up to you and be like, all right, Hey, what exactly are you needing? Because, you know, at this point I'm just not good enough. So it's like, all right, I'm lacking something. So let me figure out what that is on my own because she already sees it. I don't. And I'm not comfortable enough to ask her what that is. I will also say this, right. Um, to kind of bring some more clarity to it. If a woman feels like they have to maybe speak their mind on like, hey, you know, you're 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 98.3% perfect, but there's I have this issue with this 1.7%, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a woman, right? I'm not trying to tell women how what to do. I would before you go anyway. into that conversation, I would <laughs> I would I would go into that con- I would go into that conversation, maybe taking a few minutes before and thinking about how have our previous conversations been right is it constantly controversial is it constantly you know we're going back and forth about this are you guys able to get along mm-hmm. i think you can kind of gauge how you guys communication style is together and have that conversation i know for me right there have been plenty of times when my wife has said you know i have a problem with this yeah i may feel like attacked or you know i'm not good enough but this is the thing if you try right once twice you know because a lot of things that we do as men we've been doing them forever right we've been we've been these are patterns these are behaviors to be honest you know the way we've treated our past five relationships is the behaviorals that we're doing in a in a in a marriage right we're just catering to the person the different person that that it is and that's just the way it is right so a lot of times i think women should be very clear in understanding that okay this is what i need yeah i don't think the answer will always be man i'm not good enough or you know um you know i'm a, i feel attacked but this is the thing you're not going anywhere he's not going anywhere and that's the that's the bottom line so it's like if you it, like, like Jay said, to name an example, if she just wants you to hold her hand a little more, just do it. You know what I mean? You may have a problem with it, but you may laugh and joke about this conversation a week later, like, ha ha ha, mm-hmm. what will we, what, what we arguing about? Right. Mm-hmm. And then it, it brings a different tone, like, oh, he's holding my hand a little more. You know what I mean? Showing me a little affection. And, you know, her reaction to the way she feels about certain things brings up a better piece to the overall relationship in marriage. Let me flip the script here on everyone. On everyone. Sorry. Okay. Talk. Please do. Sorry. My favorite part about you. So I, I actually have so many questions on this because I, I don't, I don't want to speak for the whole LGBT community, but you know, it's from, for us, we, we kind of separate the gender from all of these traditional roles. Right. Okay. And, and I think that this is where this question is coming from. I want to flip it to where, where are you comfortable giving information about what you need in a relationship, what your love language is. Are you asking for that? Are you expecting it? Or are you sacrificing it so that you are alert to fulfill Mm. your partner's needs? Mm. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. I know Um, I made it. uh, (laughs) It's a very very good question. Uh, I know for me personally, I, uh, for a very long time, would 
So let's back up a little bit. I know for me in relationships, I've traditionally been the one who's like, well, the relationship isn't about me per se. It's about what my partner needs, what my partner wants. And if I fulfill those needs, cool. If I need to figure some stuff out on my side, then that's fine. But, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't communicating what I did need to the other person because for, for me, it's like, all right, if there's something I need, I should be providing it to myself. And then if there's something you need as the person who I think of myself as a traditionally a provider, as the person who is the provider, it is my job to give you what you need. And if, if I have to go without so you can have, then cool, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter, right? And I quickly found out that that is a fast way to drive yourself crazy. Right. I was going to say, doesn't that create resentment? You should be in my relationship, right? like, and I'm going to touch on that too. <laughs> I wouldn't say it created resentment per se, because like... You were aware. I was, I was at least self-aware enough to recognize like this is coming from me. I'm not, not asking, right? Yeah, I'm not asking okay. for the things I need, so I can't okay. be mad if I don't get them. Okay. The The other piece of that was like, as a as a man, like I'm not supposed to ask. So why does it? So you know, just suck it up and 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 ah uh, okay. You know, deal with it. Right? That's a new new uh, perspective for me and, as a woman. Yeah, like I think a lot of women would be surprised if you actually listen to men talk to other men about their relationships and not the. Not the locker room talk. Yeah, not the locker room talk. I'm talking about actually talking about their relationships. Like, hey, I don't, you know, like I've I've had conversations with friends where they've been like, hey, she she told me that I'm not anticipating her needs and I don't know what to do about that. Right. And it's like, I, you know, at the time, it's like, I can't help you because one, I'm not, I'm not in your relationship. So I don't know what her needs are. But two, you know, like, and, and these are conversations that, are, that I'm having with friends. Like, these are people I trust, people who are okay being mm. open with me and everything like that. But if it's just like when, like when you're dating or when you're, when you're with someone you actually care about, that willingness to be vulnerable isn't always there. So it's like, no, I need to be the rock at this point in time. So if I need to be the rock, showing her that I don't know what the heck I'm doing is not the move right now. So Mm. we're not going to show you. We're not going to let you know like, hey, I want to be the man you need me to be, but I just don't know what exactly that is for you. So let me know. Tell me what you need. So then how is that translated? (laughs) Not well. <laughs> I mean, I'll, you, can, you can help it. I'll add to that, right? Um, Jay brought up a good point. I know for me, uh, I'll flip it a little bit to where I felt like if I wanted or needed something, I can go out and get it myself, mm-hmm. right? But in the end, that put her in a space, as we spoke about a couple minutes ago, of her not feeling good enough, right? Because I didn't ask her, when I wanted or needed something, I would just go out and do it myself and get it myself because that was kind of the self-sufficiency for me. It's like, man, I want something. I'm not going to ask my woman to go get it for me. I can go get it myself. Or if I'm not, so are you guys kind of taught that? Like, is that something that's kind of, no, 
No. <laughs> not all men are taught this. I think we are taught that, but it's not as explicit as, hey, you should never ask for anything. Correct. You know, yeah. We're, we're, we're taught it in ways like, hey. You're the provider. Uh, you're, you're the provider. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. You know, like, I think, you know, we, we talk about, um, especially nowadays, we talk about, you know, mental health and, and how the language we're using to communicate different things to people. And one of the big things that I, just going back in my own history, one of the big things I've noticed was nobody was ever just like, hey, you have to be self-sufficient. You have to, you have to, it was like, hey, you, you have to be able to take care of this. You shouldn't have to ask me, right? Like stuff yeah. like that, small things like that, that you don't realize, but it's like, oh, you shouldn't have to ask about this. It's like, well, I am asking about this because I don't know, but you're, you're, you're priming the other person for like, okay, if I need help, I can't ask my, you for it. Yeah. My first instinct shouldn't be to ask. My first instinct should be to try to take, you know, to, to just try something random. Like we'll, we'll go based on the evidence, the things we see, but we won't necessarily ask for confirmation. So it's like, all right, everything I see, like we'll, we'll go back to how we show affection. Everything I see at this point in time is, oh, to show affection, you have to buy gifts and you have to be in, you have to be present. Cool. I'll just do that. Meanwhile, she is literally like she, she, or your partner, whoever, whoever your partner is, is like, Hey, I just need you to tell me you love me like once a day and I'm good. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. it's like, no, I ain't, I, don't worry. I won't tell you I love you because that's not what I do. But <laughs> right. Gifts, though, right. Right. just just know that. And, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's this whole dynamic is so fascinating to me. I know. <laughs> it's, it's not that I, I'm not seeing what you've been through or what you're experiencing because I am, but I've... I've had an upbringing where I was taught to be the provider from both parents. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My mom raising a bunch of kids on her own, you know, dads that, you know, sucked in, at life for all intents and purposes. And you were and the, the oldest and I was the oldest and I had to kind of take on that responsibility. Right. And then you had my dad who he didn't really show that to me in the way that he treated my mom's side of the family. But he did show that to his friends and even to his kids that there's a sense of generosity that follows with being a man, right? Mm -hmm. So like you're maybe you're not taking care of your kids and that's a whole other story. Yeah. But if you're taking care of other people, that means like, oh, the we ordered seven pizzas for this party. Like, here's my credit card, even though I can't afford it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm learning these kinds of things from both parents. Like I'm the provider. I'm the one who's got to put, and you've experienced this living with me, mm. you know, like. I'm the overachiever. Like, even if I can't, here's a shirt off my back. I don't have a shirt, but you're getting yeah, one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm learning, at least from my mom, that like, I you should be, ask. well, no, from my mom, I'm, I'm learning that, you know, I should accept when it's, you know, when it's offered, but not when mm, I shouldn't ask for it. Okay. You know, and from okay. my dad, I'm like, you're a Latino man. And I'm like, no, I'm like my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. whatever that is, like, I'm like my mom. So to kind of see these dynamics play out on your end too is really different because I've, I think that plays into me not, you know, 
always like I acknowledge and, and realize that there are these gender roles that exist in society, right? You know, the man is the provider, the woman is more emotional. But in my household, even though I was taught to express that outwardly in public that same way, when I'm behind closed doors, it was embraced. I had a place for feelings. I had a place to be me and to be who I was. It wasn't necessarily generally accepted all the time. You know, there was a time and a place, right? But I was always able to accept and gift gifts in one way or another, you know, to show my love. The one thing that I really wasn't taught was how to make this a level playing field, right? Because I did have a mom who grew up in a different country, you know, in Brazil on a farm with very traditional roles. I did have a dad who was significantly older than my mom who had already played all of these roles and played these things in life. So I was left in a limbo. And I think that's what's kind of giving me that perspective where it's like, there's no man, husband, woman, wife type of things. It's either you are, or you aren't, you're human. Yeah. You know what I mean? So either you're taught to move forward with emotion or with understanding or you're not and everything else in between kind of fills in from your partner right i will i will add to that i I think that is a great example of kind of you know and jay knows me kind of how my marriage is right i'm very pro provider and my wife is like very catering nurturing and emotional she kind of brings the emotions kind of like you know, well, how do you feel about it? Well, what's your thoughts on it? You know, what's your your sentiments on it? I need and, to talk to both of you because I'm both of those and I can't handle yeah, this yeah, shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's like I try to, I, and she may can say this, sometimes I'll guard my emotions from kind of being that weak-minded. But if I, if I see, if we're out somewhere and I see a homeless man, I'm willing to give him everything in my wallet. So I, I, I definitely understand, you know, your perspective of of kind of where you're at kind of in the middle like what do i do and sometimes to be honest i mean sometimes it's one of those things where if you embrace it which also embodies trusting your partner where can you go wrong if you feel (laughs) if you feel like you can trust your partner to a point where it's like i can trust them to where i can trust them with handling my emotions my my life my well-being my honesty my faithfulness my judgments where can you go wrong? And if you can't do that, then I would start to ask not only your partner questions, but myself questions like, you know, how, how far can this go? Can I trust this person? Can I trust myself? How much am I willing to reveal? How much am I not willing to reveal? How far can this go? You know what I mean? What, 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 um, what, what can, what can we do? Can, can this be fixed? And, you know, I, I can wholly say that I've been in situations where, I was being the provider and the emotions and, but I couldn't trust my partner at that time with either one of those things. I think we're the same person. And I, I, but this is the thing I, for, I tried to force it. I tried to force it. I tried to, you know, change. You tried to force the trust. Yeah. I tried to force, I tried to force the trust by compromising who I am. Mm. Uh, okay you know like okay you know she doesn't like this or she doesn't like that or she's like this or she's like that let me let me become a end of that box well yeah let me let me be let me understand what she wants you know let me almost be a chameleon like all right you know you don't need me to be this all right i won't be that 
okay, you want me to be this? All right, I'll be that. Right. To 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 be um be who she wants me to be in order to get to the goal of trusting her with what I what I with who I am. And in all of that, yeah. And all of that, how do you trust your own responses? You know, well, well, I I agree. You can't, you can't, you can't. So if you can't trust your own responses with someone, you're going to continually go on in a constant loop. Yeah. Does it work? Is it, when do you know either to call it quits or to kind of realize, admit that there's, there's something within me that needs working or again, putting the shoe on the other foot, right? When do you talk to your partner and be like, one of us needs to change or one of us isn't seeing what the other one's doing? That it, it kind of goes full circle to your questions. When do we connect? Oh. When do we have these conversations? Are we gonna like, oh well, she doesn't appreciate it. See ya, peace. Like so, or- so I will I will say this. There's always something you can work on yourself. Because after oh, a a breakup, after a disagreement, after a argument, whatever, you always gotta reflect on yourself to say, Hey, could I have done something differently? Could I have said something differently? How can I learn to where this doesn't happen again? That's one. Two, I think we as people, right, uh, when we ask certain questions to someone, our partner, we know the answer that we're looking for. It's just a matter of we can't force that partner to give us the answer that we want. We can only listen to the response they're going to give us. And how close is that response to what we're looking for? Right. And how do I we not get that. mad? How I do we not get that. mad when they give us the wrong answer? Well, well, this is the thing. This <laughs> not is the, the thing. wrong answer, it, the one we don't want to right, hear. Right. But, which is the wrong is, answer. Let's all this be is the, but this is the thing. Their wrong answer is their truth. Right. How it's, do we not it, get mad? It's their that. truth. So it's like well, well, it's almost like, you know, it depends what the question is, right? If you if you say like, you know, what's what's your What's your thought? I, I would I would test it, and I'm and I'm not really speaking to. I'm, I'm speaking if to everybody. Say like you're doing everything right except for this one thing. Correct, correct. And what are your what are your thoughts on that? Right uh, or 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 say like 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 for example, right? This is I, this is the number one question. I feel like in my opinion, this is strictly my opinion. It's not for everybody, right? If you as a per, and this is where you can tell two people are on a different pages, right? If you're looking to, it's almost like you're you're working at a job for two years you're making the same amount of money you want to elevate yourself and kind of promote yourself it's either this company is going to promote me to where i feel i need to be or someone else will so in order to do that you've got to ask questions right you what do you do you ask your manager like what how do you value me in the next six months to say how can i move up and not be stagnant. So this is equivalent to relationships, right? In the next year or two, right? I would like to do this, right? Whether that may be moving to a bigger house, whether that may be traveling a little more, whether that may be, you know, um, I will I want to make I want to make a little money to do this. Let's set a goal for each other. And and that's the question you should ask. Like, where do you see us within the next year? People that are in relationships. And if you're, if the goal isn't to, if one person wants to get married, but the other person doesn't, you're on two different paths, right? So if, if, if that other person that doesn't want to get married, doesn't see value in enough for you to to marry you, why are you spending all that time to convince them? Their mindset isn't going to change. The decision isn't going to change. So it's just sometimes when you ask certain questions, we don't like the answers. 
right? And it's nowhere close to the answers that we're looking for, right? I'm not saying it has to be word for word, but if you're asking a person a question, they're not giving you any close to answer to where that makes you feel comfortable. What are we doing? That hits home so hard for me sometimes because it's not that I necessarily go into a a question or a discussion uh-huh. with what I want to hear, but there's always in the back of my mind, and I think all of us can relate here, there's some sort of expectation that, yeah. that this actually snowballs, right? It kind of falls short from what you're looking for because they have a justification otherwise, and soon it becomes... An excuse. I don't feel, I don't feel, well, an excuse, but it's a back and forth, right? It's a tennis match. Like, yeah. I don't feel like you're doing this. Well, I'm not doing this because you're doing this. Because well, I'm not, not doing, doing that this. because, yeah, 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 and then yeah, you're yeah. going back and forth because yeah. you didn't do this because you didn't do that. It becomes petty. It becomes tick for tat. Well, I think it's, that kind of goes full circle back to the original question. Exactly. It's like, how do we communicate this to avoid? So that's where I was kind of bringing it back. So let me, yeah. let me, right. let me ask you this. Do Okay. Do you feel like women that ask men, Telling them how, you know, hey, you're 98.3%. I need you to fix this 1.7. Do you feel like women are looking for a certain response or something close to that response? Is that what what you feel? Um, I feel like the general consensus is like it always goes left. And the second we mention anything that's not like positive, it often just kind of turns all negative. And so I think the question is like, how do we let you know that like, I I really feel like I'm missing this from you or just in general, I feel like I'm not being heard the way that makes me feel heard. Or I feel like I'm not being supported in the way that makes me feel supported. So let me, let me, let me flip it a little bit. Right. And I'll let you respond to that. Jay. Let me flip it. So it's not 98% uh, perfection then when you start to throw in support, we start to throw in not being heard, but in like a sp- yeah, but in a specific, you know, when I'm venting to you about my day okay. or my girlfriend's such a jerk, and you know, you mentioned earlier being a fixer. Like a lot of times, if we're just venting, uh-huh. it turns into like, how do I fix this for you? Versus like, we just want you to listen and acknowledge, like, that's, oh that's, yeah, like <laughs> that's a universal, like, that's, that, that's, a uni- right. that, that's a universal, that's a universal, that's a universal. But how thing. do we say like, how do we say like, hey? I'm not looking for you to fix this. I just so, want to be acknowledged. This got real broad, real quick. Just you, a heads up. You well, I think, to, I think, I think for me, oh, go ahead, front. Like, no, so, I don't think you can say uh, that up front. So here's, here's <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, so I'll speak to a couple of the things you guys brought up, but you, uh, the question you just asked was, um, I mean, like you're, you're talking to me about your day and you're like, I just, I just need to get this off my chest problem there becomes twofold and i also think the problem is not necessarily a negative it's just about the the context in which it comes up so like like phil says most men want to fix the problem Mm. and i think most men want to fix the problem because generally speaking most men feel closer to you once they have helped you solve a problem like okay. it's how yeah it's yeah so like you so when we hear problems we're like oh she's she's reaching out for a way to connect all right yeah i know yeah, how, yeah. i know i know if to fix the problem that will mean we connect more now you may not necessarily be looking for that but that's what we are looking 
support. That goes okay. back to what you guys were saying about what we're, what we're subconsciously or even consciously looking for, the expectation we have. It's like, oh, obviously she wants us to fix the problem. So, so are you appealing to two needs with that one question? So that's, I think we're not, I think that's what we assume is happening. We assume right. you are appealing to, oh, you want us to fix the problem. And by fixing the problem, we will get closer. We assume exactly. that's what, it, what you're, what, what's going on. And you're letting me fix something. Like you exactly. want me to fix something for you. Okay, you got want it. want me to fix something for you. Oh, so okay. obviously I'm going to fix the thing. And meanwhile, in your head, you're just like, I just, I just, I just want you to tell me that. Yeah, you're right. She's the Bro, Shut up. I'm talking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So that's that. Okay. So pretty much that's all. Okay. You guys want to hear. Okay. But, all right. But at the same you know. time, that goes back to, uh, um, speaking to what Phil was saying. So recently I'm, I'm working through this thing where it's like, Oh, a lot of, a lot of what we're looking for in relationships boils down to compatibility connection and chemistry right we're looking for ways to connect we're we're looking to see if we're compatible and then we're looking to see how well we match up like is 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 there that special thing there and i think that that special thing is the chemistry and when we hear you come to us with like oh my day was trash because that that trick from work just this she she just can't get right it's like okay mm -hmm. so how can i help you with that trick from work it doesn't matter what necessarily the issue is it's like all right how can we fix it but it made me think but, that just now jay like how can we fix it we can't that's, the thing. <laughs> and that's I can't. what we're trying to and are, are you are you on the same <laughs> podcast right now <laughs> uh, yeah. we cannot yeah. and that's the and that's the thing and i think that's where the disconnect can come from. Yeah, we can't. Because now yeah. I'm annoyed at you. Because I'm like, yeah. oh my god! Like, I was just yeah. telling you about this girl, and now you're over here, like, well, you know, what? and all I really want you to do is just like, yeah, you're right. Like, fuck uh, that girl. It, yeah, it's and, funny to kind of like put that into into a different context too. Like, my partner and I, like, we're both fixers, two men, two fixers, right? And so. Yeah but we're also both kind of we're both very emotional mm -hmm. so when we're talking to each other we're like no i'm not looking for you to fix it well i know you're not but here's here's a couple of ideas that might i'm, be, I'm no, like no, that too sit I'm back like there's too. a stool over there i just need you to sit yeah. there and i yeah. just need you to listen because i already have a solution <laughs> I, mean, I already man. fixed it. i i think for me i think for me a thing i'm struggling with my wife gives the famous f word which is feedback Oh, I hate that one. Feedback. I like four-letter <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Feedback. So that's why I think a lot of times it comes from the fixing part where she tells me something and I'm looking to fix it or give her feedback. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's where um, I think, I don't know if a lot of men can relate to that. They just want to be able to give them an answer to where it's feedback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think that maybe, it made me think that maybe that's, could be what it is too you know when you said yeah, hey yeah. we just want you to vent about your day and it's like yeah we're just looking to give you feedback and right, i right. think one of the one of the things that has helped me now mind you i'm still single so you know i don't know how much it's helping me but uh <laughs> one of the things that's helped me is like i will because i have i have uh friends who uh who will come to me with like what i see as problems and i'm and 
Like I've gotten to a point now where I can literally say, are you looking for a solution or do you just want to vent? Because if you're looking, because I got uh, both, I, I, I got both. Right. But at the same time, like I, uh, my, my, my first instinct is here's what shit ends. So when I do give feedback, I will, I will try to say, I mean, if it's, if it's one of those, if it's a, if it's an interesting problem to me, then I'll, I have to, I have to hold myself back from just jumping in and be like, well, here's how you fix it. But me, that's, that's me. At certain points, it's just like, all right, well, I'm pretty sure you know this already in terms of solutions, or I know you're not looking for a solution, but if you are interested in fixing the situation, here is what I would do. If you're not interested in fixing it, then by all means, get it off your chest, mm. right? And it's helped good. because I, <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> it's helped me because like I get, like I get to scratch my itch, but I also get to just be like, look, no judgment. If you use this situ- the solution or not, I'm good. But here it is anyways. So You're I so my- diplomatic. I just, so, I'm far from diplomatic. I'm, I'm I'm me too. The- I'm like, bitch, I gave you the right words. This is like the first two or three times you, we've had the conversation. After, after the conversation number four about the same problem, I'm just like, all right, look. We done had this conversation yeah, four yeah, times. Yeah, don't yeah. don't worry. The minute Jay gets into a relationship, he's gonna be calling me and be like, yo, what did I just do, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I I'm telling you right now, like, yo, he's gonna be like he gonna be like, yo, man, I can't do this, man. How do I leave? <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, because we will have conversations all day about how you should behave in relationships or how you should date or any kind of this other stuff. And I'm dating right now. And when I tell you, like, I know the answers in my head and I'm still just sitting there like, but is that right though? Like, this uh, is yeah. well, like, and that, that goes hand in hand with kind of trusting yourself, right? Like you, yeah. you, when you know the answer, but then you're kind of feeling like you're punking yourself a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. It's it's a really interesting like inner dynamic, like an inner conversation. Yeah, that comes up for us all the time. All the time. It's because, like I already knew that answer. But you know the answer. Even like in therapy, like I texted you this week. There's mm-hmm. something that like I came upon in therapy or I was like, Oh, I'm and impatient because because I'm impatient because I know I can fix it already. Mm-hmm. And so like let me just fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, I take really great pride in being impatient because it like I get shit done. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like uh, yeah. It's gotta it's, be done like right now. I get exactly. It. I get like it. it's yeah. already late. If you're doing it right now, you're too late. Like I need Well, not only that, if I don't do it right now, it's gone. Like right. I, it's out of my it's out of my memory bank. Like I gotta like, move on to the next thing. Right. But yeah. when I texted her, I was like, I know this. I know that, <laughs> right. but I never actually put it into words. So why am I paying someone <laughs> to <Yeah>. kind of <laughs> tell me? Yeah. But it's kind of interesting to hear this too, because in my relationship, I am a lot more reserved than I am in say our relationship uh, after yeah. like 20 years. I like I don't long. have to never say had a man for 20 years. Amen to that, you know, <laughs> because I don't need yeah. somebody like me telling me how I feel. And so, you know, with, with her, like we've got 20 years, I don't have to say, give me feedback or I'm just venting. And the same thing we where it's kind of sensed on from each other. We Mm -hmm. anticipate that from each other. We're like, yeah, but we're also both, we're also open to receiving. We're we're also aware. 
yeah which is like a big yeah thing. yeah yeah you i know? will say that you, yeah i at first i went this open to receiving uh to be honest with you it took me a yeah it's, it, that's what that's the key you got to be kind of open to be able to receive i think i've gotten a lot better but sometimes i'll be like man and like really and it's hard because it's like so is that just like pride and ego you're not open to receiving is that pride and ego I, or is I that like it's a little bit of both so so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think it's pride and ego. I think it's more of like unwillingness to change. I wouldn't even like. I'm a lot. Is it hard? Go I, back I, to pride and ego. No, I don't I need to. I'm I think it's, unwilling. Oh, I don't want I don't, to. Maybe I need I, to, but I don't want no, to. No, I think it's. I think it's confusion. It's like I don't know what to do now. I don't know what you want from me. So I think it's. I think it's all of those things, right? So mm. I think a lot of us tend to. We learn as uh, as as young as young people, as people growing up in 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 quote unquote civilized societies. We learn to suppress our natural instincts, right? Yeah. We learn to suppress that thing that tells us, and you know that's at its core, that's a good thing. You know, um, there's a. I'm, I need to hear more about that. That didn't resonate for me. So I'll I'll, I'll tell you where this is coming from for me. So there's this um, mental health uh, professional. I, I can't remember if he's a psychiatrist. He, he's done everything in mental health. So I, it, it's it's sort of all over the place. His name is, I have his book in front of me right now. So his name is Steve Peters, right? And he wrote this book called A Path Through the Jungle. And the idea that he puts forward, which the idea resonated with me, which is why I'm bringing it up, is... Um, as human beings, we have different aspects of our personality, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily like the uh, like, like the analogy, but he says we have our our computer brain, our human brain, and then we have our our what he calls our inner chimp, right? And the inner chimp is basically that part of us that's all about instinct, that's all about the mm -hmm. like the essentially the ego which is just hey this is all of the basic things i want so if i'm scared i need to i need to run or i need to fight if i'm if i'm hungry i need to eat something if i'm horny i need to sleep with somebody like that's our chimp and at its base it's like hey this is how i'm feeling and it's our knee-jerk reaction to a thing. But our human brain is what feeds the computer. And our human brain is the thing that's like, all right, in a civilized world, this is how we should behave. In. And we, we reinforce those behaviors and we feed those behaviors into our computer brain, right? And we default, once the, once the chimp has its say, so to speak, that's when we will default to the computer brain. But too many of us, we won't let the chimp have its say. And then we're surprised when the chimp just pops out because we're like, well, I thought I had this under control. No, the chimp is going to have its say regardless, even if you try and suppress it, even if you try and even if you try to, uh, mm. you know, shut it down. So going back to what we were talking about in terms of our instinct, it's like 
our instinct when we when we when we immediately jump up and we feel like attacked or we feel hurt it's like our first instinct is i need to protect myself or i need to fight back so somebody will say something like hey i don't feel supported in the relationship and our first instinct is well i need to fight back I need to push back against I this need to defend myself. I need to defend because myself. I am supporting you. Exactly. Because I'm okay. supporting you in the ways that I understand, right, which right. is the human brain and the computer brain, right? right? The computer brain knows already like, Hey, this is how you support a person. And you've, you've reinforced that by what the human brain is doing. Cool. That right. I'm gonna keep doing that. But the, like you just said to me, I'm not doing what I feel like I have been doing this entire time, which is supporting you. Right. So I'm going to fight you and I'm going to fight hard because, because that I is... have been right. That's incorrect. Exactly. Well, I think, I think when you say you, uh, a lot of that, when they say I have been supporting in their way, in right? their way, but, exactly. you, but you may not feel, you may not feel their version of support is one, what I need or justifies the definition of support right exactly. which is where the problem falls correct correct and, right. I, and i think that's where it's like how do right. i tell you this without yeah. it turning and, into an argument and so, so it's different from when you're telling someone than them actually putting it together into actions exactly so that's that's why i say it's kind of all of those things because correct like, all right if ultimately it's on the other person how they respond right you can try and do, you can try and be the kindest, most open, most vulnerable partner you can. And you can say something in the kindest way you know how, and the person can still take it as, mm -hmm. oh, you're attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that too. And I think, and I, and I think sometimes let's, let's be real, you know, support, supporting someone else, supporting your partner is a form of compromise. Right. You may not agree with what they're doing. You may not understand what they're doing. You may not like what they're doing. But if they feel strongly about it, right, and they're and it's the right thing in their mind that they're doing, right? It, it it's 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 one of those things where it's like a form of support is almost staying positive, keeping them accountable. Like, hey, you know, I, I know you're doing this. You know, have you been doing that? Hey, you want to try it this way? Oh, I've I've done this in this way before. Why not try this? And I feel like there are different forms of support. Um, so I, I I would respectfully disagree where you have to be necessarily. It's coming from a positive like or it's, or that it's positive in general because okay. I do think that you can positively deliver bad news mm -hmm. or yeah. you could positively give someone feedback that is negative in a way that motivates them. But I don't think that it's our job as human beings that when we're we're solicited for feedback to sugarcoat anything. I think that that it's our our obligation to give the utmost um, forward feedback that we can. And if somebody doesn't like it, then I agree with you. It's on them. But so we're how talking do you, about right now. Yeah, but presentation is so, a big part. Presentation so is a big you, part. That's why I'm saying like giving that in a positive light, but necessarily being remaining positive about the conversation in general. We react how we react. It's how we communicate that. I agree with you. Correct. But, but this is all assuming that this is the perfect world, right? We're yeah. going to be Exactly. You know, and it and it's not the case. So I I want to kind of echo your question: where how do we deliver that feedback in a that way it's received that easier. it's received easiest? Well, Let's assume perfection across the board. How do we 
uh, as men on various different spectrums, as we can see here between three of us, right? Giving uh-huh. different perspectives with different relationships, different attitudes. How do we communicate something in our way, in our individual ways, where we're trying to mitigate the risk of an argument or a challenge on the other side? Mm. So, so let me ask that. you, let me ask you, how do you communicate that to your partner in a way to help them understand your perspective? I think but how can you get question they're asking? Yeah, but how do you get feedback to someone negatively or positively, you know, so to speak, so, without of under without understanding them? So I don't even think it's about understanding them. I think it's about understanding yourself. Right. Mm, I think if you can tell somebody, hey, this is it's not just but not just understanding yourself, but communicating that to the other person as well. Right. So I think we go into when we go into a relationship, we we go in with our previous knowledge like we are as human beings. We're very evidence based. Right. We we go in based on the experiences we've had, what we've seen before or everything like that. And we, and we apply that to the current situation. So if, uh, if I'm in a relationship with, uh, with, you know, with, uh, with somebody at that point, it's like, all right, in my previous relationships, this worked, this worked, this worked, this thing didn't. Okay. So I'm going to do the things that work and I'm avoid the thing that didn't work. Meanwhile, the things that didn't that worked mm-hmm. in your previous relationship in this relationship, they don't oh, work. Yeah. But because you're evidence based, you're just like, well, it worked before, so it'll work again, you know. Right. And but if you're if you know if you can acknowledge that about yourself, like, hey, this isn't that old relationship, so mm-hmm. I need to go in as clean of a slate as I can be, knowing full well that that is not possible. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's, true. Yeah. It's it's not possible to go into any situation as a clean slate. We all come in with baggage. We all come in with, mm. with, with whatever mm. we came in. Yeah. With. So so I, but I think the main question is is can you communicate so that was, your feedback negatively or so positively that was, and that person responding, you know. So I, I think it's more about the delivery. That's what yeah. that's okay. The is. delivery. Okay. It's how do how do you deliver that information without without having assuming the other person is a reasonable human being, right? Because you yeah. never, uh, uh, yeah. you know, sure. right. This is again, <laughs> yeah. a perfect world. Right. We have to go by that. How do you communicate that information? Getting a, a reasonable reaction on the other end. What right. Is you, especially what is your as a duty? woman, I am scared to death to make you feel less than, or make you feel like you're and not. I, and I think a lot of times that part gets lost in translation. That yeah, it does. don't want us to feel less than. We assume, especially if, if we're being honest, especially in these times, the assumption is, you know, if you if you subscribe to most like uh, most popular media and everything like that, it's like the assumption is, oh, um, everybody's trying to make men feel less than. Whereas it's like, no, they're not trying to make you feel less than. They're just trying to trying to get to a place where they don't have to feel less than just so you can feel Mm. you. Right. Mm. And if you come to it from that perspective, if you come to it from that place and it's like, all right, generally speaking, most people are not trying to be malicious. Most people are just trying to do the best they can. Mm. If we're willing to show each other that grace, if we're willing to show each other that, 
that level of trust, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I feel like that's a basic level of trust that we've lost in each other. It's like, all right, I don't trust that you're not trying to hurt me. Right. So because I don't trust that, my immediate response is to try and fight you. It's defense, right? So I will say, I think it's one of those things where, like you said, if you're not trying to maliciously hurt me or make me feel belittled, I think sometimes, and I'm just speaking possibly, you know, and this is my opinion, possibly from a woman's perspective that saying, having those conversations and being a man on the other side can be like, whoa, 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 where is this coming from? So I feel like sometimes it can come off as defensive. I don't think maybe this is a, 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 a question that, you know, there is no, uh, there's no know, answer. <laughs> there is no answer, right? Oh, no, because we'd all be employing some sort of a tactic. There'd be peace on earth. We wouldn't have, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I, I, and, and maybe it's one of those things where you, you, there is no answer. It's just one of those things that. So it's just you, dependent on the recipient. It's dependent on the other person. And yeah. that's, that's part of why I brought up the conversation about the, the inner, the inner chimp or the ego, so to speak. It's because like, when we enter a relationship, we all show up as our representative, right? We, we show up as the person we believe that the other person is looking for. Whereas mm, okay. as we move, as we move further into the relationship, that becomes harder. So we start showing up as ourselves. I think and, maybe, I, and, and I thought about it because I thought of myself in my marriage is that maybe do it after sex. Maybe do it. No. Maybe do it. Maybe do it. Listen, if that's your guy. tactic, don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe, play the game backwards, my guy. May, maybe, maybe, maybe do it. Maybe do it after after a nice dinner. Maybe, no, maybe no, do dinner, it. No. Dinner. Cool. May, no, maybe not even. But so forget it. Whatever you want. So here's, here's, no, I mean, here's why you don't I say agree. You, you, you don't agree, right? You don't agree. So here's why I say the time and a place. The presentation matters. <laughs> exactly. So here's why I say the dinner part. Because if you are having a dinner where you can be your, like, where you can be fully yourself, where you can have conversations and everything like that, and you realize, like, okay, I'm being me in my truest sense of the word, and she is bringing me this thing, yeah. or he is yeah. bringing me this thing, however, however it goes about. And it's like, all right. They are trying to be honest with me in this moment. Now, like I, like I said in the previous, you know, example, that defensive part of you is always going to be there, right? Yeah. It's always going to be there. So you can, so what you need to do at that point is you sort of have to talk to that defensive part of you and just be like, all right, look, I, I know this, this hurts, this sucks. And you feel some type of way about this. Now, mm. if, now we are fixers. At our core, we are fixers. And we feel some type of way about this situation. Is the reaction we are about to have going to fix the situation that they just brought to us? Mm. If yeah. that re- is that reaction... <laughs> I won't leave you hanging. Because that requires a certain level of emotional maturity. Emotional yeah. maturity and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. We have to have that. And most of us myself included are not there <laughs> i will say i will add to that i think maybe maybe instead of coming out and saying you know that 1.7 percent issue you have maybe do it in baby steps maybe do it in a way like 
like when when you like, like I'm gonna speak on behalf of women. I feel like we do that. We start with baby steps, oh, really? and then okay. after okay. after a week or a month or a year of that not being heard or that not being, then it's like okay, now I'm like. I have told you this. I have shown you this. I have done it in all the ways that I know how to do it without like coming for your manhood. Okay. And it's just not not working. Right. And let me speak on behalf of a, a, a gay man who was raised by women who has given you all these baby steps. I even drew blueprints for you. I even wrote it out for you. You wrote it in crayon, huh? I've done exactly what I was thinking. Like I've done everything but punch you in the face to wake you up. Right. And you're still not like, hey, you know, maybe it's my time to cook dinner tonight. Right. But see, that's that's where I that's where I was coming from in terms of the compatibility, chemistry, and the connection part. I think like you made a good point of like, hey, it's your turn to make dinner tonight. I think those are the little things that you have to be in tune with your partner's feelings. And like to say, hey, my partner has cooked dinner five times this week. Let me either get in the kitchen and cook something or, hey, surprise them with, you know, hey, when they come home or from work or like, hey, we're going to go out somewhere. Dinner's this on is, me. This you is really I mean? funny. It's funny because this is actually a a. a a point of conversation in our household right now okay. and it's not it's not necessarily like i'm i'm the kitchen person you know this mm-hmm. but okay. he's also a kitchen person and he's been working a lot and traveling a lot and i've been the one that's been cooking dinner and he's come to me and been like i feel like i've been slacking in the kitchen and i'm like oh no worries this is like my domain but it's not about me mm-hmm. he feels he's slacking he feels he's not fulfilling he feels he is not pulling his weight right. So is it on me to make that justification for him that like you're good? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. I think in that situation, I would have asked, you know, what do you feel like you can do to not feel like you're slacking in the kitchen? And if he gives you an answer of like, oh, I can, I can be more in the kitchen. You, you, you probably be like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can. I, I know my, my wife. Yeah, but what if, but what if so for me, my nature is I'm, I'm, cooking for you i'm making sure dinner's on the table when you get home from work every night like that's my nature so if i'm like i don't want you to be in the kitchen more i don't want you to do that you know what i mean it's different for everybody it's different for everybody that that also depends on your partner right are you appealing to his need to want to do that for you you don't want him to but it's it goes back to that chemistry that compatibility that jay was talking about like you know it's we have the acumen to know, like when you and I live together, mm. we know our place. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, That's because yeah. we it's who we are. You never felt the need to cook for me. I always felt the need to cook for you. Right. Of course, we weren't in a romantic relationship, so that changes it. And God knows we don't need that. <laughs> but but it's, like, it, is, it is a little bit of a give and take, right? It is a little bit of a give and take to where, okay. You, you, well, you need somebody to make up that 50% where you're at 50%, where you need someone to pick up that 30 when you're at 70. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? To where it's like, you know what? You cook for me 300 days out of the year. Let me take you out to a nice restaurant. You deserve it. You know, that's being a little bit in tune and being considerate of like, you know what? I appreciate what you've done for me. Let me reciprocate. And I feel yeah. like that's very important. And that's something that, you know, to me, I feel like I'm learning a little bit to do a little bit more to reciprocate. And I think that's very important. Like, and to be honest, no relationship, no dating, no, no marriage is going to be 50, 50. 
It's, right? No, that's that doesn't exist. I think that <laughs> it's just a giant cop out. You need yeah. to be prepared yeah. to adjust your it's percentage of commitment. Correct. It's uh, in my opinion, it's seventy. Other. It's seventy thirty. Yeah, it's, this is it's damage control twenty four seven. Either on yes. your part or the other person's yeah. part. Yeah. But, but some people can, aren't equipped to handle that, and yeah. they shouldn't be in a relationship. I'm it's just kidding. Clear. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, to a certain extent, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. No, oh well, so no, some some people that that's what yeah, like a relationship. Yeah, it's just like a constant scale. I'm just not. You had a bad day today. You're sick, so let me cook dinner. Let me take care of my daughter. Let me take care of these shared responsibilities for you today. But then you have those people, and and this is again, this is what I do is put things in perspective. Can you tell I work in human resources? (laughs) It's (laughs) it's like where you don't want this person to contribute in that way, and they don't. And you're taking care of your sick daughter and dinner's still not ready, mm-hmm. but you still don't want them to contribute. It's still a hundred percent on your end. Mm-hmm. So where, where do you find that? It's that compatibility, that kind of matching each other up, exactly. you know, but I still want to feel like you're pulling you, your you, weight or you're exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. You're in, that comes with tuneness. I'll call it tuneness. That may not be a word, but like, you know, if you're, if, if I see that you're doing, you know, a lot of work let me step in maybe not necessarily take over what you're doing but like hey how do I support you? you know how do i yeah like oh uh, hey you're you're taking care of something it's it's five o'clock there's something expect, i can do for you you expect me to go in the kitchen at five o'clock five thirty, and it's one of those things where it's like okay you know hey you know what you know you, you, you've done this for a while let's go out to eat let's go get something to eat you know what i mean and enjoy yourself you know i, I think that's half the battle with relationships and dating and marriage that you gotta works. be you gotta you gotta <laughs> be in tune with you know your partner's feelings right you're not going to be able to anticipate every little move or every little moment you want. but you, as a man i feel like we're missing you got to be a little strategic right you got to be a little bit like you know um i'm just trying to give an example like you know, you 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 know what time your your lady comes home from work every day. I, I know in my household, you know, I, me and my wife have a compromise. Like, look, uh, there is an expectation where I would like my wife to to have dinner prepared every night. But hey, that's 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 unreasonable. You know, she's at work all day. So I told her we made a compromise. Like, hey, look, if you at least plan the meals, take it out of the refrigerator, I'll cook it. So when you get home, it's ready. Okay. That's the uh, and I feel like and that works for you, right? That works. That but that arrangement does not work for everyone. Like that's the important part. Hell, I'm not planning the meal ahead of time. Nothing. I am. I'm cooking it, (laughs) or you were going out to dinner. Like, (laughs) but but this is the thing, right? Let's 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 do the 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 eating the the expectation of cooking dinner, right? If you (laughs) want your partner, if you want your partner to have a meal every day, plan it. At least go out and get the groceries. At least, <laughs> at least there, there's gotta be Sir, there's are, gotta are, are you okay? Are you, <laughs> who me? No, not you, right? Oh, oh. You, you, you do I'm, it a lot. I'm I mean, done. Yeah, yeah. I'm done relating to because it's to I'm just like all levels. I'm like, oh, you've got to do one thing or the other. And I'm like, no, I do no, both. This is why my relationship I is think right. I'm there's trying gotta to, be there's gotta be a balance, there's gotta be tip the scale, there's gotta the, be an intuitive yeah, and the conversation. The conversation that we're having a lot right now is I'm trying to learn how to let go of control, which is very, very hard for me because I grew up with a mom who's like, you know, I have controls. I have his balls and I have mine. (laughs) Yes, yes. But at the same time, 
it's control versus trust. Do you trust your partner? That's doing what I'm working on. That's what I'm working well, do you, on. Is I mean, that's the, the other person. You got to, well, trust comes along with is he equipped? Do you trust him with being equipped to do these things? Going out and getting the things that, you know, you need or want. Yeah. In the that's kitchen, the problem. Right? That's the problem is that that's I do. Problem. That's the problem. That I do. The problem is that I do. And I still have a wall in front of yeah. me. It's brick and I bash my head off of it and I need medical attention. <laughs> but that's that's why things like therapy exist. That's why things like, mm. you know, because it, it's like podcasts like, like we like we like we were all talking about earlier. We know the right answers, Fact. but but that it is that thing inside of us is just like, yes, this is the right answer. But Right, you know, and it's just like you, you. So you just you, you took, you took a left when you should have taken a right. Like why, why even bother? People don't want to have to tell people how they want to be treated. That's a whole and other I, conversation. And I think that's the thing. People don't want to have to. People want to feel like it's almost like their action aligns with the way they're being treated like i don't want to tell you how to you know take out the trash or like hey go cook for me or like hey women in my experience i know i think that's one of the things why my wife married me is because you know i kind of have that in tune it's like all right you know it's trash day like all right you know it's time yes, to go cook we dinner. love like, that you know i gotta go I, we, I it's time to spend time it's time to watch but tv it's time to take her out is a perfect night. example but at that same in that same token, it's like that is that is who you are as a person. Right. Right? Yeah, well, she she and molded that, me. She molded me into that. Don't think that. No, uh, no, 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 <laughs> but she didn't like, mold you. You were yeah, willing. You said you yeah, were, I was, you I, were, yeah, I was willing. I was willing. To you were more type. But you, were you more have, that type of person. You were. I, yeah. I'm. You're it, you're willing. That's that's the the bottom line of this is like your willingness to collaborate and partner. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you have to have a degree of that because if you're just like this is my or my, or the highway and I'm a grade A narcissist, then there's absolutely no way for you to yield any leverage oh, or any yeah. or not even leverage. Leverage is a terrible word. Yeah. Um there's Talk no way for you to yield any type of credibility, any type well, of foundation, yeah, yeah. any yeah. of that. You know, you're just what you're doing is you're just constantly digging a hole, but if you're able to be very innate and very introspective like me like you guys say that you jump to like a defensive like oh i gave you all of this you i you know like i'm 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 100 providing for you for me my immediate response is guilt and maybe that's taught so that's ah uh, yeah it's i do have a little bit of that too but mine yeah. is all guilt i'm like i fucked up because you said i fucked up like no, i didn't mess up because of okay. nothing you know oh, what i mean okay. Yeah. I think you have to be very careful with that, honestly. I think that's I a do. Very, yeah, because that can turn into manipulation. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. oh, because the reason the reason our ego kicks in is because we feel like I don't think our ego would kick in if we didn't feel in some way that that might be the case, right? Mm. Because point, I know point. I know at at least for me in the relationships I've been in, the like the people I've been with have been very generous and well, the older I've gotten, I'll say the people I've been with have been very clear and Hey, this is, these are the ways in which I don't feel supported and mm. supported. And I've at that point been like, she's right. I haven't been able to give her that. And I've immediately, but then it's like, 
well, let me justify why I haven't been able to. And that's when the defense. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like, it's not that you're wrong. Right. Because how you like how you how you express how you feel isn't necessarily wrong. It's just whether or not I'm willing to accept it, like we said. Mm. So it's like, all right, you're not wrong, but let me tell you why. You you're have not it. wrong. You're not right. right. So uh, I guess it goes back to. I, I guess mean, let me tell back. you why you're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it goes back to do do women want to tell men about that one point seven percent? Most know? of the time, we don't. Most yeah. of the time we do don't. men want to tell men about that one point seven percent? No, we don't. We don't tell each other that. I think. Well, I think we. I think I will say. I think we will tell. Like, I would feel if I had a pro, if I had a one point seven percent issue with my wife, I would tell Jay. I think we we tell each other. You know, but as far that's, as men, that's because we have that level of uh, you we have, have that, that friendship. Yeah, we have that you've, yeah. you've cultivated that, and that's yeah. like, to our point yeah. too. Like yeah. us, yeah. like she yeah. knows way more than I'm willing to admit. Yeah, in every yeah. aspect of my life, not just my current relationship, but in yeah. every aspect of my yeah. life, and vice versa. You know, like yeah. we, like we don't need to tell anybody. We don't need to tell each other. We need each other for some reason. Fate yeah. has worked it out that we're there. But that's why. I'm going to speak on behalf of some women. We start with the baby steps because we don't want to tell you. We don't want to tell you that you're not doing something but not but, improperly, but but I think it does build a little resentment. You're not fulfilling. You exactly. Yeah, we start so. with baby steps. And so if we're not being heard or picked up on, then it starts with a little bit more, you know, now we're saying resentment. It in, yeah. Yeah, until, but, right. Until a year up. later, it's, I've told you a hundred times now, you're just flat out choosing to not acknowledge it or to not hear me or to not fix it. Now I'm just mad. Yeah. So that's yeah. where I would say it comes down to, and I hate to, I hate to do it like this because, you know, a lot of, a lot of our audiences, your audience is going to feel some type of way, but it's like, that's where it comes down to your choice of partner. Isn't it on the both of you to recognize that it is a partnership? It is. I, what, I have to agree with that. And, yeah. and on, on some degree, it's it's not necessarily your choice of partner, but the quality of human that they are. You yeah. know, and I, and I won't, I won't even say it to that because I think don't get me wrong, I think we all have like like Phil said earlier, we all have areas that we need to work on. But I don't think it's necessarily the quality of human being. I think every human being has inherent value. I mm. think I think the issue is not every mm. human being recognizes their own value. I think like that's like, very uh, that's I'm sorry. I'm actually just resonating with that. That's perfect. And I'm going to take back the quality of human. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, that's true. I think See, honestly, I'm learning. You want to be in a relationship? No, I'm not your type. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Because like <laughs> there are, prime example, Hinge, right? Like Hinge, dating apps, all this, all this other sort of stuff, right? Hinge is built on your compatibility. Like, hey, on paper, do you guys seem like you would be good together? Do you have the same do you have the same interests? Do you have the same beliefs? Are you, yeah, do you have the same beliefs? All of that sort of stuff, right? But then it ignores the other big pieces. And I, I classify the other big pieces as chemistry and, and connection, but you know, other people will classify it other ways. 
And it's not that you are less than because we don't share those other two things. It's just that you are not for me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, and it gets difficult because a lot of us, we, as a, as a byproduct of, you know, the, the times we're living in and everything like that, we feel like, oh, I can just go out and find another, right? And yeah. as opposed to, as opposed to doing the actual work it takes to determine if this person is for me, we'll just go out and find another. That part of me that just wants to, you know, as a dude, let's be real about it. Is it that, is that mm -hmm. that part of me that just wants to, you know, get in where I fit in and, uh, and spend the night and then, uh, and then figure out the rest after the fact? Or is this actually a, a connection? Is this mm -hmm. actually a relationship that will be successful moving forward? That's a universal question though. And it I don't is, think it's, it's not just a, as a dude, as a, as a woman, as a non-binary, it's, it is a universal everybody. question. It's not just finding out where you fit in amongst your friends or amongst your family or amongst your people in general, exactly. but it's, it's literally like, where do I fit in, in another person, another person's life? Do, do I, do I mimic or do I provide the kind of stability or the need that they need in any form or other? And I know that I had that issue in my relationship and I'm still trying to learn to navigate that. And so is he, and you and I constantly navigate that in our relationship, you know, and I think we've accepted the point where we're like, you didn't ask for this, but I'm your best friend. So like, let's sit back. I'm telling you, this. I'm going to tell you what this looks like. And, you know, we might get a little bit like hot headed and ill tempered about it, but we understand where it's coming from, exactly. you know, and mm. it's, it's really understanding that person. You're not being malicious. Right. It's not, mm. it's not coming from an area where I'm trying to throw a knife at you. I'm literally telling you, let's dodge this blade. Yeah. Exactly. You know and what I'm saying? I think, and I think, and this is what I've come to for me personally, it may not be the same for everybody else. I think the only way to the only way to solve that problem is just to get to a point where you are living in your own purpose. I, I want to thank you both so much for taking the time to be on our podcast and for speaking your truth. Like that's, that's huge yeah. to know that there are Being differing open. perspectives mm -hmm. in the world, period. I know you guys really gave some good feedback. Thank you so much was, for having us. I know there was at least two different times that I was like, Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I didn't catch that or I wasn't aware of that, but it makes sense. And now I can see it from a different Thank you so much for having us and being able to we had a I had a great time. We had a great time. Yeah. Love to do this again. I was yeah, gonna definitely. say we'll have to because I still have another yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do we can definitely do yeah. it on our show. We can do the third question on our show. Really, thank you so much. I will say that um I've I've listened to a couple of episodes of the show and mm. it gets it gets it gets down to a lot of the core issues and and I, and, and not to infringe on 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 your show, but I think oh. it it goes past you know, you're speaking as men and I appreciate what you have to deliver. Um, but I will say that I will never listen to you on the elliptical again, because I can't keep up the pace. <laughs> 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 Thank you because so much. Thank you.
that's where I do a lot of my podcast listening. Uh, and I'm, like, okay. I'm like, nope, can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. I, yeah. Because I'm trying to go at your pace and it's just, I can't, nope. <laughs> yeah, I, really do, I really do appreciate you guys being able to say like, I've failed in this area because I wasn't raised that way. Or I haven't done well in this area because I was not taught that. Like it really, it's just nice to hear. It's valuable. Yeah. yeah, it's incredibly yeah. valuable. When you look at the male-female dynamic, and like, you know, women are tend to be more emotional, and men are more unilogical, and it just—it's really nice to be able to hear men say these things. Like, yeah, yeah. I suck at that because that's not what I was taught, or I was yeah. not raised that way, or whatever it is. And it—it it is. I did. It's a lifetime of learning. Lifetime yeah. of learning. I would actually like to take right, that a step I, deeper at one point and find okay. out what those emotions are that elicit those logical triggers. Oh, that would be a fun one. That'll be a fun That'll be a fun conversation. So, to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again. Please listen to uh, the Let's Wrap Let's podcast. Wrap, yeah, they really it's, have some, especially for you women out there that seem confused yeah, by your man and your guests. <laughs> you have some like great caliber guests yeah. on your show yeah. thank so, you so much oh thank you and to our listeners thank you so much you're fantastic and we love you um Thanks. you can find us online yeah you can <laughs> do you do you Facebook, remember where instagram and tiktok yes Ill advised the podcast send us your questions your comments and all your concerns to ill-advised the podcast at gmail.com or you can find us online at ill-advised the podcast.com and we look forward to more oh absolutely more of phil and jay and more guests and you guys are fantastic you're wonderful listen to your partner and thank you for listening Mm -hmm. you've been ill-advised